things at once. Two things at once. That's not two things at once. Mama. Travis, ask about getting this season's COVID-19 shot when getting your flu shot. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It's time for another brand new episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, for America and People. Did Travis Kelsey take the blood oath? (laughs) Did they take him into the room with all the occult magicians and and say to him, hey, We're going to give you Taylor Swift. All you got to do is some Pfizer vaccine ads. (laughs) Boy, is Travis Kelsey on the media darling tour. Now that he's dating Taylor Swift, I'm sure you've all heard the news. They can't stop taking the camera off of her at the Chiefs Stadium when Travis Kelsey's playing football. Oh, what a media story. And I don't know, maybe it's, maybe I'm reaching, right? Maybe it's all conspiracy theory. Probably. Maybe. But it is awfully coincidental that right around the time he starts dating Taylor Swift and she's on TV with him at all of his games with his mom. And around that same time, all of a sudden here he comes out on a bunch of Pfizer ads With, guess who, his mom. Maybe they both took the blood oath and joined the big club. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to watch this story unfold before I make my final decision on the conclusions that I will soon arrive at, I'm sure. As I watch the Tay-Tay and Kelsey story play out. (laughs) Hope you guys are having a good end to your summer. Heading into the autumn slash fall wherever you are. It's probably hot. Uh, It's October 1st when I'm recording this here in the great state of Minnesota. And it's 80, 90 degrees outside it was today. Weird. Not normal. Usually in about a month and a half to two months' time, we start getting snow here. Makes you wonder, are they altering the climate? Are they making the patterns of the weather seem weird and abnormal to you, my fellow Americans, in order to perpetuate the narrative that the climate is changing? And by golly, we got to do something about it to save our future. We're just going to raise your taxes and tell you what you can and can't eat. Tell you when you can and can't travel. Just take a little bit more of your freedom and then a little bit more and a little bit more. People, it's for the greater good. You just stay in your home for a couple weeks. It's for the greater good. 
We need you to close your business just for a short time. It's for the greater good. We need you to stay home just a little bit longer than two weeks. It's, it's for the greater good. We need you to wear this on your face. It's, it's for the greater good. We need you to wear two of these on your face. It's for the greater good. We need you to inject this into your body. It's for the greater good. We need you to spend the holidays alone. It's for the greater good. You must inject this into your body if you want to feed your family. It's for the greater good. We need you to stop eating that. It's not good for the environment. It's for the greater good. We need you to stop driving your car and flying. It's for the greater good. We need you to stop heating your home so often it's for the greater good. We need you to stop saying that. It's hurting some people's feelings. This is for the greater good. We need you to stop having children. It's not good for the planet. This is for the greater good. We need you to stop talking about your faith. It's offending people. This is for the greater good. We need to separate you from your children. Because it's for the greater good, people. You see how that slippery slope, that slow usurpation over time, you see how they just take a little bit more, a little bit more, and a little bit more. It's like a test to see what you're willing to put up with, my fellow Americans. And if you don't push back against their advances, then they're going to continue to advance, people. The greater good. Hmm, where have I heard that phrase before? Lots of socialist and communist countries of old have had catchphrases like that. You should not think about you as an individual more than you think about the society, the body politic. It's for the greater good. What is the greater good? Who defines what the greater good is? Do we all get together and have a meeting and discuss what we all agree is or is not the greater good? Did I miss this meeting? Did I, did I miss a call? Did I, did I miss some mail somewhere? Did, did I not get an email on the topic? Did I not get invited? When did we all get together and have a conversation about what we describe and define? as the greater good. What the fuck does that phrase even mean? Doing the right thing for society. Doing the right thing for your fellow man. According to the big club. You see how this propaganda and mind manipulation and mind control work, people? Occultist, possibly Satanist magicians pulling the wool over your eyes, providing you with heroes and villains, telling you what to think, what to feel, and what to believe. Because it's for the greater good. Is it 80, 90 degrees in October by natural weather patterns, natural causes? 
Or has some of this weather manipulation over time created a situation? Manipulation created a situation like that little rhyme. I didn't even try that, plan for that, but that was cool. Um, Is this weird weather we're having going to be the scapegoat? Is it going to be the reason that the big club gives us when they say, look, we got to do something about the climate change. It's clearly there's fires all over the world that we started. (laughs) Uh, There's clearly overpopulation, allegedly. And we got to just take a little bit more of your money and a little bit more of your freedom so that we can make you safe and secure from the big, bad climate weather enemy, from the big, bad uh, viruses that can kill you. And we got to put you in a smart city so that uh, disease becomes a thing of the past. And you can all live together in this painless concentration camp where you will have your freedoms taken away from you. Most assuredly. But you will rather enjoy it. You will rather enjoy it because you will be lulled to sleep by propaganda and media mind manipulation enhanced by pharmacological methods. And this just happens to be known as Huxley's final revolution. You guys have heard me say this a million times. And I keep coming back to it. Why? Because it's a truism. And what's the definition of a truism, you may ask. If you've been listening to my show, you know that it's something that continues to and remains true. Always, over time, throughout history, whether you like it or not, that's the truth. So if weather manipulation and modification is a truth, a fact of reality here in the 21st century, then what makes you think that they're not going to change the climate and then tell you that we got climate change? (laughs) Talk about as above, so below. Talk about inversion. If I've ever heard of such a thing, there is not a better example that I can think of in this moment. So keep your eye on this weather situation. Keep your eye on what you're experiencing with the weather in your little locale, your little area, and then start paying attention to what the big club and the United Nations and the World Economic Forum and the yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera groups are going to start telling you, especially next year in an election year, that we got to do something. But let me ask you something, my fellow Americans. Do we got to do something? Or do we not have to be doing what we're already doing. Maybe the weather would continue to do what the weather has always done throughout history if we humans didn't develop a way to modify and manipulate it. Duh. It feels like a no-brainer. I feel like an idiot even having to explain this to people. But people, you're not thinking about it. They're going to slowly walk this agenda right into your life Right under your noses. You're not even going to know. And their propaganda is going to sell it to you. Oh, we got to do something, right? Oh, well, it's for the greater good. We got to do something about the climate change. But what if they're the ones controlling and changing the climate? In order to provide the motive 
for more regulation, taxation, usurpation of freedoms, and more control over each and every one of us. Is that what you want? Is that what you want, people? I hope I'm wrong. Maybe this is all just conspiracy theory, nonsense, bullshit, tinfoil, hat wearing, uh, nut job, idiot stuff, right? Oh, God, I'm so crazy. Andrew for America is such a nut job, tinfoil, hat wearing, right wing, uh, nationalist, fucking blah, 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 demon woke word, demon woke word. Let's denounce and demonize and throw ad hominems at that which we do not agree with because we do not want to think deeper. We would rather have the TV screen tell us what to think, feel, and believe, Andrew, for America. We don't want to think. It's too much. takes too much energy. Hurts. Hurts too much. Who wants to think when we can just be told what to do? When we can just let the Pied Piper play us into single file lines. Follow the leader right off the cliff to your inevitable and you stupid programmable lemmings. I'm going to take a commercial break. And I'll be right back. All right, people, welcome back. Hey, I just got the news. I just saw on Instagram here uh, on the break that uh, guitarist for Lagwagon, Chris Flippin, apparently has had a heart attack. Uh, I think he's doing okay. Um, They are going to do a benefit show for him, and I think there's a GoFundMe up to help him with his medical expenses. So if you are a fellow punk rocker in the punk rock community and you are in a position to give... Uh, please consider helping out Chris uh, through his tough time. Uh, all the best to you, Chris. And uh, I think Joey Cape's got, like I said, a uh, few benefit shows in the works. So uh, go see if you can attend and or give. Uh, I'm sure anything helps. Um, and uh, my personal thoughts and prayers. I know we love thoughts and prayers, right? Thoughts and prayers don't mean shit, right? I know, I know, I know, but I mean, who who enjoys getting news that somebody that they uh, know and love and respect had a fucking heart attack, man? That ain't fun for anybody. So hopefully everything works out with Chris. Best of luck, good sir. Hopefully you're back in good health soon. All right. Okay, so... Um, I've mentioned this many times on the show before, and I'm just going to say it again, just for any new listeners that misconstrue me. Um, I get thrown in the right wing category quite a bit, and I'm not a right winger at all. There are some things I'm conservative about. There are some things I am very liberal about. I identify with libertarianism and anarchism and freedom and constitutionalism more than I identify with parties, political parties, political party, politics, 
Nuh-uh, not on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. <laughs> I want to see how many P words I could string along in one sentence. Prior proper planning prevents piss poor performance. Anyway, th- this guy, his name, I-, I got a lot of respect for this guy. This guy's name is Republican Mike Bost, Bost, um, speaking on the floor of his whatever state assembly. I don't know where he's from. That's not the point. The point is this guy loses his motherfucking mind, but what he says is very important. And honestly, I can't believe that there has not been more, that there have not been more politicians throughout the years that have got to this level of frustration and anger with the system and the systems of control, even within the government that handcuffs and roadblocks and gatekeeps people from actually realizing Republicanism and democracy, etc. So I want you to hear this guy freak out. He throws papers in the air. He slaps him with his hand and he loses it. A few people start applauding him. And he seems a little irrational and a little nut job, but you can tell that this is from a place of frustration. And again, this, this, in my opinion, this is punk rock shit. People that have the courage to speak their mind and speak truth to power, even when they are the ones in government people. Take a listen to this. These damn bills of Connor all the damn time. Come out here to the last fucking, and I gotta try to figure out how to vote for my people. How ashamed of are you? Should be. You should be ashamed of yourselves. I'm sick of it. Every year, we give power to one person. It was not made that way in the Constitution. He was around when it was written. Now we give it. We pass rules that stop each one of us. Enough! I feel like somebody trying to be released from Egypt. Let my people go! My God, they sent me here to vote for them! They sent me here to vote for them, to argue for them! But I'm trapped. I'm trapped with my rules that have been forced down our throats. Red tape. Folks, we live in a democracy, but not here. But not here. So you go back and you tell your people, I'd like to do that, but the speaker has so much power, so much control, and each one of us do it in their districts. And have to go back and say that. And you can say on your side of the aisle, oh, no, no, that's not the case. But yes, you do. All of us know you got to deal with it. And uh, that was posted by Convention of the States. And if you want to sign the Convention of States peti- petition and become a volunteer... And so we can bring true solutions to the federal government. Whatever your talents are, they can be helpful and they can help to bring back America. Go to conventionofstates.com and sign the petition. If you think that what we are experiencing is what I like to call bureaucratic ritualism. What is bureaucratic ritualism, Andrew, for America? I'll tell you what it is. It's when the SOP the standard operating procedures of an institution or uh, organization become more important 
than the goal of the organization in the first place. When you start saying things like, that's the way we do it here, that's the way it is. You have to play within these rules. Then you're in trouble, especially when you're trying to help your constituents, especially when you're trying to make policy. The speaker gets too much power, or the, the, the heads of the party get too much power. We have seen it in the Democratic National Convention, for sure, with Bernie Sanders, especially with getting Biden into office, how all of them got out of the way. They all towed the party line. They all submitted to some authority, even within their little group. Already given up on the American people. And that's what this guy's all pissed off about. Let my people go, he says, to his own government colleagues. <laughs> that's problematic for we Americans, don't you think? <laughs> I just want you guys to think about this stuff. Start paying attention to what's going on in your environment. Things are not as they seem. Systems of control and psychological operations have been put in place to distract you from truth. Period. That's just the way it is. <laughs> that, my fellow Americans, is the way it is. I'm sorry. And you know who else uh, I recently listened to has a pretty good explanation about the way it is? <laughs> Take a listen to Mr. Andrew Tate here. People who are in charge of the world have done a very, very clever thing. They've specifically designed the world in which way the people at the bottom are so busy fighting with each other that we never look up and realize we're getting fucked. The blacks hate the whites, the Republicans hate the Democrats, the men hate the women. He said this, you don't have pay gap, it's all slave mind shit to keep us all fighting amongst each yep. other. You think when a billionaire who's black beats a billionaire who's white, they, they talk care. about race? So, fuck no. Uh, a female billionaire and a male billionaire meet, they start talking about Eurocentricism, feminist fucking garbage? No. Fuck, fuck into that shit. Fucking trick is a fucking lie. Throw it away. Yeah, throw it away, people. Throw away that slave mind shit. The divide and conquer agenda. Keep them fighting with each other so that they don't look up. Uh, there used to be a meme I posted a long time ago. It was like this picture of the king and his like a little aristocrat, whatever, sidekick looking down at the people from up on the top of the castle. And they look a bit unruly, like they're fighting. And the one little sidekick says to the king, you know, something to the effect of, should we be worried or, or what are we going to do? And the king says, uh, don't worry, you just convince the pitchfork people that the stone people uh, are trying to take their money or trying to take their jobs or something and it's like just it's supposed to be this depiction of divide and conquer just keep them fighting with each other so they don't pay attention to us people you got to be smarter than the divide and conquer agenda how many fucking times have you heard me say that you got to be smarter than the media narrative you got to be smarter than what the intelligence community wants you to believe we will know our misinformation campaign is complete. 
when everything the American people believe is a lie. Quote, unquote, former CIA director William Casey. I didn't say it. William Casey, former CIA director, said it. Go look it up. Do some research. <laughs> do your own research. Oh, you're not going to do your own research. Man, that Jimmy Dore clip is still just kill. I mean, he killed that bit. I played it in uh, Reality uh, Lies, Damn Lies, and Statistics, Part 9, The Great Awakening, my bonus episode supercut show that I just aired couple episodes ago go check that show out it's pretty all-encompassing i put a lot of current events in that show that, that's a probably like i said my favorite installment of reality lies damn lies and statistics so go check that out um and definitely pay attention to the jimmy door bit part in fact you know what maybe i should display it for you one more time since we're talking about similar topics here take a listen to this but the weird thing that happened around COVID, I'd never noticed this before in any other time in my life, but you weren't allowed to ask questions at, at, at any point during this. You just had to, you had to do what the man on the TV said, right? You had to do what the man on the TV said without questions, and then you're a good person. It's for the greater but if good. if you question it, then you're a white supremacist, Trumper, not, they're like, whoa, no, no. <laughs> no, I didn't vote for Trump. I just have questions. Jimmy. Only dumb people ask questions. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to question authority. It's like a value. Uh, is that what they taught you in comedy school? <laughs> yeah, that is what they taught me in comedy school. Isn't that weird? It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Even comedians would get on stage and they would shame people for trying to get informed about a medical treatment that was experimental that they had to take or they would lose their jobs and they wouldn't be able to travel. And when people tried to get informed about that, other people shamed them. They would say, please tell me you're not gonna do your own research. <laughs> You've heard people say that, please don't do your own research. You know, before COVID, doing your own research used to be called reading. <laughs> yeah, reading people. All right. I mean, come on. Doing your own research used to be called reading. And here, let me finish your thought, Mr. Jimmy Dore. Doing your own research used to be called reading back before the intelligence community and the big club and the federal government decided you shouldn't be reading anymore. They renamed it Doing Your Own Research. Only tinfoil hat-wearing nutjob conspiracy theorists, idiots, that we should shame the fuck out of society. Only those knucklehead morons do their own research. Don't do your own research. Why? Because it's for the greater good. <laughs> Man, I really hope I'm getting through to you people. I really hope you're starting to see this freaking bullshit for what it is. It's such a joke. 
it insults my intelligence. And if it doesn't insult your intelligence, I'm sorry, you got a long way to go in your quest, a long way to go in your thinking about the world process. I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling for you. I'm not going to give up on you. Uh, for all of my down since day one listeners, you got to share my show. Help spread the word. And if you don't like my show, fine. Spread other shows that are talking about the same stuff. Because people need to start getting these concepts and topics through their thick skulls. All right, let's move on. Uh, Andy Frizzella has been hitting some takes out of the park as of late, in my humble opinion. And I really like this one. Uh, themes up with the show today quite nicely. Take a listen. This is what people are failing to understand. The reason we're going to be conquered is because there is a generation of men right now that are incapable of fighting. Mm. This is very simple. You mean physically? Like physically, physically fighting. Incapable. They're yeah. incapable. Yeah. They've put chemicals in our air. They put chemicals in our water. They put chemicals in our food. They have propagated information that is not along the lines of reality. They have made people believe that their feelings are more important than facts. They have trained people to believe that, you know, things like masculinity are bad and strength is bad and being a man of principle and power and fortitude and all of these things, a hardened, capable man is a bad thing. And we have an entire generation where those men do not exist. Now, if you were the enemy On of purpose. the United States of America, when would be the best time to attack? Would it maybe be when those people are of military fighting age? Because that's probably another five years away, just like what Oliver's saying here. Okay, so I don't think people recognize how much danger this country's actually in. And, and he's, he's completely right. It has to be fixed quickly and not over the next 20 years, like over the next fucking Two years, three years. Otherwise, we're, we're, we're going to be conquered. All right? China's training their kids to assemble and disassemble. They're same age group, by the way. To assemble. to assemble and disassemble weapons. I've been over this a million times. I find it amazing that Andy Frazella is literally echoing what I have said on this podcast in the past. I don't talk to Andy Frazella. How did two different people come to exactly the same conclusions when they looked at the big picture. Millions of us, my fellow Americans, are starting to come to the same conclusions after we do the research, after we put in the work. We are going to be conquered if we don't get it together quick. Andy Frizzella is absolutely right. And you know who else? Bedros uh, Killian, podcaster. I've shared a clip with you, good fine people, in the past of him saying that if you want to attack a, a country, you go after the strong, masculine men. If you can get them out of the way, wh who's going to fight? Who's going to protect you? You think the government's going to protect you? I don't know. I really, I have, I have romantic dreams that if the day ever comes and push comes to shove and our government 
says to the military, we have to go attack our own citizens. I really do hope that my fellow American veterans and active duty military lay down their arms in solidarity with the people and tell the federal government to stick it up their fucking asses. We took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, not the federal government, not your favorite politician. We took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's the way it is. And until I take my dying breath, I will continue to not let you, my fellow Americans, forget the sacrifices of those military men and women that have come before us to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And when I say support and defend, I say being willing to give their life for you. If you can't respect that, maybe, just maybe, you should get the flying fuck out of this country. That's just my humble opinion. Tick-tock, my fellow Americans. That clock is ticking. And I've said it before, ignorance is bliss. It is most certainly bliss. But that bliss has a time limit. Tick-tock. 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 It's going to be quite interesting to see when this beta boy, soy boy, woke, effeminate male generation grows up to fighting age at a time where Chinese young little girls and boys were trained to go fight and kill you from an early, early age. While you're learning about transgenderism and wokeism and uh, co-ed bathrooms and uh, grooming of children in elementary schools and drag queen fashion shows, the Chinese people are training their children how to fight and kill. Who do you think is going to win that war? They vastly outnumber us. Vastly. If it was, if I've said this before. If it was a boots-on-the-ground war against us, we are figgity-fucked, my fellow Americans. You think I'm lying? <laughs> the numbers don't lie. <laughs> Maybe all these illegal immigrants that are flooding into the country will help us fight against China. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> so long as they're voting Democrat, right? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, All right, let's move on. I want you guys to take a listen to this guy. My favorite, Tedros Ghebreyesus, Director General of the World Health Organization, 
recently had a little flub up on one of his public comments, and I found it to be quite interesting. Was it a Freudian slip, or did he really mean what he said? You be the judge. Take a listen to this. Of its benefits, especially with elderly uh, groups, uh, senior citizens, especially above 65 and above 60. So if it's going to be used, it's better to focus on those groups who have risk of severe disease and death, rather than, as we see, some countries are using to give boosters to kill children, what? which is not right. Uh, then the equity issue comes here. Instead of boosting a child in high-income countries, it's better to vaccinate the elderly in countries who have uh, the elders who, are, who have not been vaccinated, even the primary vaccines. So the equity issue should also come into, into play. Some countries are using to give boosters to kill children, which is not right. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say that giving boosters to children to kill them is not right. And apparently some countries, quote unquote, are doing this, according to World Health Organization Director General Tedros. Freudian slip or conscious comments? You be the judge. All right, I'm going to play another clip for you. Here's a lady talking about the same stuff. Uh, interesting perspective, interesting insights. Uh, I think you'll find quite <laughs> interesting. Here we go. We'd said earlier nefarious. You felt like this was more nefarious than Dr. Burkholder. In what sense are you saying that? The SV40 sequences, they should not be there. They don't need to be there to grow this into bacteria to grow this in bacteria. I don't think it's an accident. They could have chosen another plasmid that did not have the SV40 sequences. If these sequences sit above an oncogene and, and they're promiscuous, that means they are likely to, to integrate in places more likely than other genetic inserts. Thank you so much. Someone give um, me some water. Then they can cause cancer. Insertional mutagenesis anyway causes cancer. Uh, and that's the risk. That's why gene therapies were not brought to market for so many years, hmm. because there was a risk of causing cancer from insertional hmm. mutagenesis. We never needed these vaccines. We had treatments that worked. Uh, one of our doctors here is going to tell you about that. Hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, I can tell you as a toxicologist, they are not toxic. They're, hmm. they're some of the safest drugs you can use. Yet we're demonized. I... There's no reason once the FDA found out about this contamination, okay? And we looked to see endotoxin levels, but they've got them all redacted. Why would you redact them if you were trying to be transparent? Mm. Why would you hold the data for 75 years, mm. all of the clinical data, for 75 years from these if you were trying to be transparent? Tell me why. Great question. There is something very unusual going on here mm -hmm. that is being done differently than it's ever been done before. Mm -hmm. We don't give experimental products to pregnant women. We don't give experimental products to babies that have a death profile like this. Mm. It's not done. It's never been done before. Please protect your citizens.
It's because it's a biopharmaceutical. To protect your citizens. Oh. We've got to get one state to stand up and do the right thing. Biopharmaceutical Do whatever complex. you can so that other states will follow. I'm sorry. Well, thank you, Dr. Uh, Lindsay. Oh Any questions? Dr. Lindsay, whatever her name is, telling you that the SV40 sequence in the mRNA vaccines cause cancer. But hey, Travis Kelsey wants you to go get vaccinated at the same time you get your flu shot. Two things at a time. Do the right thing. It's for the greater good. And if you play the game the right way, then maybe, just maybe, the big club will send a Taylor Swift your way. And all you got to do is a couple Pfizer vaccine commercials. People, if I've ever seen target marketing, mind manipulation, and propaganda. <laughs> this is picture perfect. It is a perfect example of what we truther conspiratorial podcasters are trying to tell you about the way it is here in the good old U.S. of A. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. I don't like rules. I like principles. Principles and rules, two different things. Moral versus legal. Remember that? Remember my moral versus legal episode where I was talking about cannabis and criminalization of nonviolent crimes? Go check out that episode. Um, okay, I'm going to play a, another clip, one more clip. And this is a guy from, uh, I forget, I'll, I'll tell you the Instagram page here in a minute. And he uh, does multiple podcasts, whoever this guy is. I've seen him as host of many different uh, genres of podcasts. So I don't know who this guy is. But uh, in this video, he's going to be talking about this substance called Shilaja. S-H-I-L-A-J-I-T. Shilajit, Shilaja, I don't know how you pronounce it. I know Matt from The Great Deception got it with a goodie bag from some cool company that I need to look into uh, picking up some of their products. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because remember when I was telling you guys about the graphene oxide and the vaccines and it's going to help you become an antenna for 5G microwaves and... Uh, you know, Wi-Fi hotspots are all around us, and apparently, maybe in the future, there's going to be a directed energy weapon that can target your personal bio DNA code, and they can basically kill you in the way that Dr. Rima Labo describes in one piece. You fall over, and you just you start looking around because there's some type of massive energy wave coming into your cells and you're trying to figure out what it is and then boom, you just fall over and die. We've seen it countless times throughout China. It's clearly happening, people. 
people really dying for weird reasons isn't a conspiracy theory. You can see it with your own eyes. <laughs> Just look. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to get this graphene oxide or any type of heavy metals or impurities that are in your body, if you want to get them out of your body and become a healthier uh, person in general, a more natural of the earth person in general, take a listen to what this gentleman says right here. Put up a video numerous times. It always gets deleted. It talks about how Shilashot can pull graphene out of the body. That's how remarkable Shilashot is. Shilashot is specified to 75% fulvic acids. The fulvic acids are known to pull things out of the body because what happens is, is as toxins are sitting in the body, the brain cannot function. And a lot of people are suffering from digestion issues where the, the, the stomach is not functioning. So Shilajat can come in there, you take one to two tablets, throw them in your coffee with a creamer because we always want a source of fat with this because there are fat soluble vitamins in there. Mm. But Shilajat is great at pulling things out of the body. When it comes to graphene, you have Shilajat, you have wheatgrass, and you have chlorophyll. Those things can help pull everything out of the system because a lot of the times when we get these, some of these, or toxins in our environment, a lot of things build up in the body and can work as antennas in the body. That's another thing. Heavy metals for, or pesticides from GMO foods or conventional foods can work as an antenna in the body. They're putting it in the so cattle. So it can make us more susceptible to these frequencies if we have a toxic buildup in the body. So Shilajat is remarkable at pulling all... Okay, Shilajat is remarkable at pulling all of these metals and toxins out of your body. So go get your hands on some Shilajat while you can, I suppose. Who knows when they're going to try to take that off the market and replace it with some Rockefeller-level uh, petroleum-based big pharma product. Because we have a biopharmaceutical complex now to go along with our military-industrial complex, right? Um... I don't know. Believe what you want to believe. I recommend reading and doing some research so that you can find truth or something resembling truth, something a little closer to truth than just hearsay and propaganda and non-thinking nonsense. <laughs> You're going to have to think, people. We're going to have to think our way out of this shit. It's for the greater good. <laughs> I promise. People, let's move on. It's time to play some punk rock. people welcome back to the show uh, i forgot to tell you that gentleman that said that clip about the shilaja in the previous segment is from cultivate elevate and the number two cultivate elevate two on instagram i recommend checking out that page good information let's uh bring some punk rock back to the show it's been a few episodes since i've played some punk rock people so here we go. This band 
hails from Chicago, Illinois, and one of my new faves slash old faves because they're an old band that uh, hung it up for a little while and then started back up again. They got the band back together. And before I play you a song by this band, I'm going to read you the lyrics to this song of theirs entitled The Greatest Betrayal. Here we go. I've never been that strong. Never been the one to charge head on. I'm afraid to let this in. I have to try before the light goes dim. We pledge ourselves to all of this. A broken promise, just a lie, a target I can't hit. And is being strong depending on our blind faith. And, I'm sorry, and is being strong depending on our blind faith or is being gullible making us weak. Now I'm scared and I'm using you, hoping you will somehow pull me through. It's only when all is lost, I need your help and I'll pay any cost. Will I take all this back? Take all this back. We pledge ourselves to all of this. A broken promise, just a lie, a target I can't hit. And is being strong depending on our blind faith? Or is being gullible making us weak? Don't place on me this crown of thorns. I'm happy now. No need to be reformed. Please don't trust a single word I say. Because you know I will surely betray. You know I will betray. We pledge ourselves to this. All of this. A broken promise, just a lie, a target I can't hit. And is being strong depending on our blind faith? Or is being gullible making us weak ladies and gentlemen making their return to the politics and punk rock podcast off of their 2006 release entitled survive here's chicago's own much the same with their song themes up perfectly with the show today the greatest betrayal
All right, people, that was the band much the same with their song, The Greatest Betrayal. And before I let you go, people, I just wanted to say I recently got into a little conversation on my Instagram with some people that didn't like my meme I posted about the kid in the classroom handing his uh, classmate sitting in front of him who was wearing a mask a note, and the note said, I'm still alive, pussy. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Some people got upset with me. Oh, you know, I lost loved ones to COVID. And uh, I know that the nurses were saying that I needed to wear a, a mask in there. And that masks uh, are, you know, they work because my sister was wearing a mask the entire time. She was sitting next to, uh, next to my dying grandfather and she didn't get COVID at all. Okay, maybe, maybe she had an N95 mask on. Maybe she didn't. I don't know. Do masks help? I mean, I think the science is pretty clear that they say, I mean, there's, there's been countless representations and depictions and explanations of uh, whether or not masks work all over the internet. Who knows what's misinformation, what's not? I guess you're going to have to do some research to find out, right? <laughs> but people got mad at me for saying, oh, so everyone, the millions of people that died from COVID are pussies because they wore masks? No, that's not what I'm saying. You're reading into and inventing bullshit narratives because you're having a hard time facing the facts. <laughs> so for the same reason that you denounce other people for doing their own research, maybe you should take a fucking hint from them and start doing some research. If you think you are so sure of yourself on the mask issue or the efficacy of the vax issue or the effectiveness of hydrochloroquine and ivermectin, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera, Maybe go find the literature. And then once you read it, find out who funded that literature. And if it's Big Pharma Corporation that funded it, how can you have any trust or faith in it? See how hard it is to find the truth, my fellow Americans? That's why you have to constantly do it. The price of freedom is eternal vigilance. You can't ever slow down. You can't ever give up. You can't ever quit. You can't ever stop learning, growing, and achieving. You can't ever stop getting better every single day through thought and through action, through right thought and through right action. And what defines those terms, that's up to you. But we better get on the stick, people. <laughs> Tick tock, China is rising. And my question to you, my fellow Americans, the thought I want to leave you all with today is if I'm right, what are you going to do about it? I love you guys so much. You got to take care of each other out there. You got to lift each other up. You got to let people make mistakes. You got to cut people some slack. You got to hug somebody two, three, four times a day. You'd be surprised what a hug does to your mental health. You got to start giving a fuck about other people, but you can't give up your individual sovereignty and your rights, your bill of rights enshrined for you in the constitution that once was before we sold this country to the European banksters in the early 1900s. It might already be too late. I know, but you can't give up can't give up people if you're not willing to fight then you've already lost prepare yourselves to be conquered
Thank you for listening. Good night. We'll see you next time. This has been episode 160 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Entitled The Greater Good. It's for the greater good, people. Just listen to Uncle Sam. They're going to protect you. We'll see you next time.